Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Fake Disaster Guys, a brand new podcast that has one episode only, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's going to be a swapcast across three different podcasting channels. Uh, my name is Gordo from Dose Conspiracy Guys, and I'm Jerry from Not Another Fake Newscast. I'm Paul from Not Another Fake Newscast. I'm another Paul, not from the other f- fake news guy, from, from those conspiracy guys. I'm Johnny from Offley and Disaster Artists. <laughs> and uh, so we went on a big camping adventure trip at the weekend, uh, survival kind of, uh, I don't know, practice. Was it Was it a pra- like a practice? Trial like run. A, yeah. a test? First, first, first run of this. Yeah, first run. And uh, all, of the, all of you lovely listeners all sent us uh, <laughs> a variety of instruments, uh, tools, uh, objects, and... Uh, I guess uh, food, uh, clothing. Yeah, some, uh, some lovely bolognese and some some lovely uh, all day breakfast. I say lovely. A Mexican tuna pasta, which was uh, yeah, really kind of one of the worst. Universally things I've ever hated. Put no, in no, my mouth. The, the tuna pasta was good. I'm gonna have to put in there. The tuna pasta was good. Uh, I actually took one home later and decanted it into a bowl, oh, Paul. and it was uh, it was big, juicy, flaky pieces of tuna we'll, we'll, we'll inside get, the foil bag. We'll, we'll get back to the, to the Mexican tuna pasta in a minute. You can say you're full. We are yet to find something that Paul Kelly won't eat, though. Yeah, that oh, yeah. could be. That's, that's a whole true. different video. So what we did was the the idea was we were going to get uh, a whole lot of uh, survival gear and see what would happen if a, a kind of an apocalypse scenario would play out in Ireland. Uh, would we be able to survive? Uh, at the end of this, we're going to tell you whether we could or not. But uh, this little show is just kind of like a, a run over what happened. Uh, it's kind of for Patreons, but also for everybody as well. Uh, but mostly like the Patreons, who, the people who are in our Discord server, uh, we were kind of chatting before we went out on the trip and we decided what we were going to do and the little set pieces and stuff. So we'll just tell you a little bit more about that. And then you can keep your eyes out for the videos that are going to be upcoming for uh, some of them are going to be exclusively for Patreon on all of the different channels for not another fake newscast, disaster artists and those conspiracy guys patreon channels so it's uh like it was it was stressful it was great crack it was cold it was rainy it was wet you know and uh, that's nice if you were a lady but it's no good if you're on a fucking mountain and uh we had cold not cold i mean wet and (laughs) um yeah so we, we we put up loads of stuff on social and people were all like hey don't get raped up there which was like the predominant message like do we think that there's like random wild rapists uh, around it, and we were like ninety percent successful in that. Eh? Uh, yeah, like <laughs> that 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 ten percent is the tip just for a second. To That's see why Shane's not here. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only reason I was going <laughs> yeah, to well, be raped. Didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh, yeah, a lot of rape comments on Facebook or Twitter and stuff. A lot of banjo jokes. I I, I don't know what it is with men in camping. Like we thought uh, as we were going along, we thought like yeah. Uh, what's the whole thing with like getting fucked up the arse if you're a man going camping has deliverance ruined camping for men I think it's maybe Brokeback Mountain that's ruined camping for men <laughs> do you think well, it was more love than yeah. rape you say it ruined was, <laughs> it was more love than rape <laughs> yeah I think it was like it was initially like unwarranted but then eventually like he licked his hand and it all it all went swimmingly so like uh, Stockholm Syndrome for rape <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> so we, we all went up the mountain, and we were we were sponsored by uh, uh, Van Gogh for some of the elements uh, that we brought with us, some of the the tents, some of the sleeping bags, and a lot of the food and stuff like that. We went up Friday afternoon, spent all Friday night, Friday day and Friday night at a hut in uh, Brushers Gap in Wicklow, and there's a, like a, a kind of a, like a a camping hut, like a survival area there, and we camped all around that, and then we 
descended back down the mountain and we went over to Loch Dan and camped on the shores of Loch Dan and made all our videos that day uh, a lot easier a lot more kind of palatable for a, for a video production up on the mountain with the wind and the rain and the blowy and the fucking all the, all the stuff that was happening it was like oh. the threat of rape yeah the, the constant threat, of, threat this is it that could come from any side we made a friend up in the mountain we did make a friend and we talk about him in a second and then on Sunday we, we kind of finished up at Loch Dan we got all our stuff together made a load of videos it was a little bit stressful I have to admit I was a bit stressed out trying to get everything done uh, and then we had like a nice campfire Saturday night Sunday Sunday morning got up at the crack of noon <laughs> and packed up all our stuff and uh, and, and drove home and uh, and now today we're we're going to meet Christine who was one of the major Patreons for uh, for our uh, camping trip she bought us loads of the stuff that we went off to try and not die with and uh, we're just going to finish this up and go for a go for a beer with her so, uh, lads, camping, did, was it everything that you expected it to be? Did it, Everything did it, and more. And, and more. I think I, drinking, I, the, drinking the lake water was very... Yeah, I've never like started a fire before. I've always wanted to start a fire. I thought, that's a thing you're going to need to know how to do, should the shit hit the fan. It's the probably the, 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 the most essential thing. And it turned out you were a natural, Paul. Yeah, I needn't have worried. It turns out I can actually do it with my mind. You're a natural ars- arsonist. Yeah. I, think, I think the prodigy wrote a song about you, man. They did indeed. Smack my bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday, uh, we were we were preparing. Uh, me and Johnny uh, were out with uh, Paul and Jerry for for Friday night. Uh, Paul unfortunately was working and he he couldn't make it all the way up the mountain. It was fucking a physically arduous task. But me and Johnny only started our day really at like twelve, maybe two in the between twelve and two in the afternoon. Uh, uh, Paul and Jerry from Scotland, you you guys were up at like three a.m. Yeah, like how did that how did that all go so I got up at quarter past three um, in the morning yeah the car That's had fun. been parked so we packed the car the evening before I picked Jerry up around about four o'clock and then we headed off on a two and a bit hour journey to the ferry port onto the ferry something to eat on the ferry and then we drank a bit in the ferry as well both of us only enough to make me below the legal limit for driving the rest of the journey exactly one unit per hour and then you had like two units and two <laughs> hours rest right Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. exactly what happened. Perfect. And there was a there was a PS4 on the ferry. So we Fuck played off. PS4. We just played pro. We, we played pro ev. As it turns out, me and Jerry are shit at pro ev. Um, Three games, no goals. And is it was it hooked up to like a cinema screen or something like that? No. No, it was like there was two TVs. One had Ratchet and Clank on it, and one had pro ev. And they were free to play. Free yeah. to play. I mean, they did have. That's these, really annoying. That is really annoying. They had these. <laughs> they had these fucking terrifying torture chairs that you had to sit on. That kinda were like a sloped cushion with no foot bit that you had to kind of rest yourself. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like a Chinese cushion. Well, I don't know. Do the Chinese people? Oh, like uh, sloped. <laughs> he can say that. He's allowed to say that. Yeah, I, I have the card here somewhere in my back pocket. <laughs> He's allowed to. Say I remember going across the on the ferry like years ago, and I was a kid going to and from. You know, w- w- it was an Irish thing where um, if anyone had to leave the country to get an abortion, they were always accompanied by uh, like a disaffected fat teenager. So we we used to go back and forward on the stand line. That's not true, but you know, repeal. Uh, we used to go back and forth on the stand line and it was like 50 pence to have like yeah. a go of like Street Fighter or uh, Altered Beast or any of those yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, arcade games and there was arcade games all over the whole ship I remember going on Amazing. school going on school tours yeah. on the Stenoline ferry and spending all my money in the arcade absolutely I mean bro I have done <laughs> all the money is gone before you step it's off like the I can't even get into Alton Towers now yeah. so, Jerry played Big Buck Hunter I do have a video of Jerry playing Big Buck Hunter for money. It oh. turns out that Jerry is shit at Big Buck Hunter. 
That's not true. A couple of turkeys, remember? Yeah, I, there, there's a turkey special game where the turkeys run across the road. Hold on, hold on. What, what colour were the turkeys? Were they purple? <laughs> purple turkeys. Purple, uh, yeah, you were. Purple burglar alarms. You were a purple turkey hunter. Could you say that? Purple tu- turkey hunter. I can't even say that. I can't even say that. So, purple turkey hunter. Purple again. turkle, purple. Purple turkey hunter. That's what we've had to listen to all weekend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was singing in the shower this morning, and I was I was singing like Whitney Houston songs in my head, like, but they were all in a Scottish accent because <laughs> I just really listened to these two cons talking in Scottish the whole weekend. Like everything is in Scottish. I'm pretty sure I like started picking up a Scottish accent yeah. at one point. My, my inner monologue was in Scottish <laughs> for ages. I was like, your brain just shouting at yeah. you aggressively. Yeah. See you. Wipe your own arse. Gordo. Gordo. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite nice having your inner voice be Scottish. It's, see, like, it it kind of gets you on the right track mentally. I, I feel. feel. They, they, use, they always use Scottish voices in all the bank adverts, man. They always use Scottish yeah. voices because, because we are considered to be uh, fiscally prudent. And that, uh, that widow as well. Man, oh that's, yeah, that's a hot widow. Man. Yeah, she, she. I feel yeah. bad for the fella that died on her. <laughs> uh, so Friday, you guys were across on the boat. You landed into Johnny's, dropping off your cases, putting all the stuff together. Now we, for weeks and weeks and weeks, have had. I think like for the last eight weeks, maybe maybe nine weeks, have had a minimum of once a weekly meetings online in appear.in slash. Yeah. Those conspiracy and at least and at least ten minutes of those conversations was planning. <laughs> yeah, at least <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> yeah, but like, we were we were trying to plan all this stuff together, trying to find out what we we're going to do, like all the videos that we're going to do. Like it's essentially it was a content mission, mm. uh, but also to see if we could survive ourselves as well. Like it was a personal kind of a, a, a quest for me anyway, uh, because I'm going to be going to America next September. Fingers crossed. Please God, cross my heart and hope to die. All those things. And if I'm like, you know, trying to hike up Mount Shasta with a camera and not sound like an asthmatic, you know, it's going to be like my fitness levels for Friday, even carrying the bags like to and from the car and just being in the car and having like pants that, you know, fasten and stuff like that. Like, normally I don't. Well, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on sweatpants duty now that I'm at home in the office. So like just the general level of nominal fitness that you would need just to like get out of your house in an apocalypse. Yeah. Is is considerable? Yeah, and I think I think we all we all had a bit of a wake up call when we had to hike up that mountain with our packs and stuff. We were all a bit like, "Holy shit, this is this is hard." Well, now. this is it. Like Johnny had picked a place in Brushers Gap, is the name right? Brushers, Brushers Gap, Gap. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a little hut, and it's open to the public, right? Yeah. So Friday we all drove there from from Dublin to Wicklow. It was maybe like half an hour's drive. We parked at the car park at the bottom of the hill, and then we went to go up this thing. And Jerry. Here was our navigator. He had the GPS on the phone and he's like, you know, don't worry, lads. It's only like, says two kilometers from here. And it, it reminded me of the scene in Dumb and Dumber where, where Lloyd was going to Harry like, we've only gone this far on the map. Like, it was like, dude, you don't know how to fucking read a fucking map because it was two kilometers straight up in the air literally like I can't let Jerry take the brunt of that though because I was the one who before Jerry was navigating said Google says it's 30 minutes it's probably just 15 yeah both Johnny and Jerry lied to me, lied Gordon, to, lied who, to essentially, who essentially are the two portly ones out yes. of the group about, Johnny was like, it's five minutes. What he meant was, it's not five minutes, yeah. it's 
fucking miles. Well, and under my breath, I said, as the crow flies. Yeah, when when I was looking at my map, the back one can fly though. When I was looking, when I was looking at my phone, I knew how long it was, but I also knew that if I told you that, it would break you. Well, that's yeah, that's what I was operating because I knew you could do it. But if if we had said like this is going to be a huge trek, you'd be like, ah, let's go somewhere else. Okay, but, but we're, we're, I, I like I appreciate you saving me the initial pain. But afterwards, I was like, "Does I will never believe those two things." <laughs> but ever, ever we we might have lost all trust from you. But I bet you're glad you still done it. No, no, <laughs> of course, really? yeah, of course not. I w- I would say that's not true because no, now true. you know it. it's not true. Yeah, now like, you know that if you tried to do that in America with just Claire, fucked. you'll be dead. Fuck in the wilderness fucked. alone because you Claire has a very powerful like she's you know her 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 buttocks and thigh muscles are very very powerful getting sexy like, tell us I'm, I'm saying that she cycles to work like for 45 minutes to and from like every day she's down the gym like the machines are like get off me like it's too she's too she has this, like her bottom half is like strong like bull and you know she she <laughs> got them plow hips yeah like she's a, she's very strong and she runs and she's a, like fit like she's able to do all that stuff so her walking if she walks at speed you're talking like at least eight, nine miles an hour. Like she'll fly along. So and I'm like, <laughs> my ties are rubbing. <laughs> Please wait. Right. So if she was to go up the mountain, all that like pushing, 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 which is what it was like when we were going. We, so we got to this, we got to this like laneway and it was a slight incline and it's rocky. And I was like, okay, well this for half an hour is grand. And as we turned the corner, we were faced with a set of clay steps that were edged with uh, boards that were hammered in with little logs and on them had these like U-nails for a bit of grip on mucky boots and there was about 150 of those at a 45 or more degree angle that we had to climb so every one of them when you were putting your foot on it and lifting your whole body weight and the weight of the pack and all the gear you had on you 150 times on alternate legs like that's gonna fuck up your ties, your arse. Your, like it's it's it was a lot of work, and the back, small of the back, your front, trying to keep all that stuff together. And uh, I had a camera, and I had all the camera gear and the, and the tripods and all this stuff. And as we were going up the mountain, I was like, "This is fucked." We got to the top of that, crossed the stile, and then we had another hill that was at an actual forty-five degree angle for about two kilometers. Well, I mean, first of all, I would I would state that it sounds like you've suggested a basic level of fitness is required to oh, be absolutely. your lover oh well I mean like I'm heavy you're going to have to be able to keep it together and, like, and secondly like, if I'm, if I'm p- p- like bearing down on you like a small bringing the ruckus like a small uh, uh, Lithuanian motor vehicle you know with the weight just like you know you're going to have to have something a bit of pushback you're a workhorse I'm saying I get it done <laughs> like it's not quick well, it's not pretty the, but it gets done but that that first initial bit with the steps you're talking about was the worst bit worst well, yeah. like, I think the worst bit was the, was the 45 degree incline with no steps because that was like my body was at a far, leaning forward at a 45 degree angle to a 45 degree I was trying to keep upright while also maintaining the ballast of my gear, you know. So, like, me and Johnny and Paul and a few other folks said that over the weekend afterwards, like, with those, you know, those walking sticks that you get? Yeah. You could be, would yeah. Been, would have been, been a, would have been a lot easier, better. Yeah. I think yeah. they're called ski poles. Yeah, the ski poles would have helped oh, us yeah. out. Big time. Because <laughs> we it would have it left a little bit of leverage to keep us upright. Like, the small of my back is still not... 
the May West, you know. I mean, from I, that. I was carrying things in both my spare hands anyway, so that wasn't even an option. <laughs> By thing. things, Johnny means beer. Yeah. Johnny was carrying <laughs> beer. Which he abandoned halfway through and went back to get later on. Like, <laughs> Well, that was because I knew... Leave me behind! <laughs> it's not worth it! Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you, you were... You were, you were discarding ballast you were like yeah we're plus I knew we were going me and Jerry were going to make a trip later to get the rest so of so tell stuff. us about the trip later on and we got to we we got to the campsite we finally got to the shit road we had a, like there's a video I have of us walking back from it but it was basically uh, so like like a truck full of Nesquik had to topple over and spilled onto the path there were little bits of sheep shit so we called it shit valley <laughs> on the way up on the way back and uh, me and Paul Mack uh, only had to do a up and down once but the lads had to do it more than once can you tell us about that more, well, more than once and also in the dark <laughs> well uh, before we get to that we should mention uh, what was waiting for us when we reached the peak of the mountain we just climbed well, this is it we were going along like up and down there was a very steep upwards climb and then there was like a, a long flat bit and when we got to the end of that after cursing each other ourselves and God himself uh, we found that we could have drove the car right up to the hut that we were in. <laughs> we didn't do that though. We did a fucking hardcore, and uh, we found a hut. And as we, as we were, it was like a little mountain trail, kind of up a rocky, craggy. Uh, uh, we almost had to climb it. Like my hands were on the ground. Trees on one side. Trees well. on one side. A field of, of like gravestones. We thought on the other side. We saw. And we a got lot to beer. the hut. A lot of beer. We got to the hut, and lo and behold, there was like wisps of smoke coming from it already. And and our friend Frank. Well, before, can we make it clear that the hut is essentially a wooden bus shelter? Like, yeah. I mean, like, calling it a hut really makes it sound yeah. like it was something much more glamorous than it yeah, was. Yeah, it wasn't it's like a hunter's just, cabin no, or no, anything. No, three walls and a yeah, roof. Three walls and a roof and yeah. lots of spiders hanging off the back of the walls. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, and it had a water butt, which I didn't stop laughing at. No, I had a which water butt. Which is like a, and weirdly, I guess a rain-collecting da- rain uh, tank that you could get, like, drinking water out of, but you had to, like, chemically treat it or whatever before you put it in your body. And uh, uh, we, we, there was a guy sitting there called Frank from Northern Ireland. And he was like, oh, fuck's sake. A fif- so, he's been a Buddhist for 15 years. Yeah. Which, meant, which made him like a really generous and giving person. Yeah, big time. I was so sitting there. I'm, I all goes, for, I'm all for the Buddhists. I had an eight since 10 past seven that morning. Like we were getting ready and stuff. And, I, and, and at, at like 10 o'clock at night, the, <laughs> the lads were like, do you eat that? And I was like, no, not yet. And Frank just comes out with like two two boxes of raisins and an apple and a bit of cheese. And he was like, there you go. I was like, <sighs> and this is no, while me and Jerry were had left at this. Point. So tell yeah. us why you why you left or why you had to leave. Well, we left because we brought no food up with us because we wanted to lighten the load and and get ourselves up there first. And so we, think about let's let's go through the mentality of that because I think that was one of the worst decisions we made over the whole <laughs> that's weekend. A terrible decision. But, but but I didn't have to live through the ramifications of it. So. When we started out, we did think that we were quite a short walk from the car. So who, who's we now? Well, Johnny lied to us and told us that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the map kind of said it, but we didn't take Which, into account the gradient. To be and stuff. fair, is why I said I'd go back for the stuff. Right, that was your reasoning. Well, okay, I wasn't cool. going to like fucking if I if I was going to like be loose with the facts, I wasn't going to make <laughs> anyone else come down. So we all took our bags, we took our tents, we took other things that we needed. Jerry took two bottles of Buckfast. Johnny took a box of beer, and we headed up the mountain. When we got to the top. We had no food. We had no we equipment. Had we had no food. I, I didn't bring my sleeping bag because I thought, that's oh, only going to be a few minutes. To, it's only going to be like 20 minutes to walk back to the car and get all the rest of the stuff. And I am strong like bull. And I'd be able to put a load of bags and stuff on me if we needed to. I wasn't thinking we were going to be doing like 
Like I'm going to the gym and stuff now over the last few uh, last few weeks, like in a couple of months, and you know I'm doing the exercise, doing all the stuff, and I'm trying to find my fitness level. But going up that mountain was relentless. Like on a machine, if you if I'm doing the stepper machine, if I'm doing like the free runner, or if I'm doing like a bike. And I do like a fight. I say, all right, I'm going to do bike for 5k and I'm going to do the raw machine for 5k. I can see on the thing how often, how, like how much I have to go. And I put the program in and it makes me go uphill or whatever. Yeah. And also like, you- this was like real life, relentless. Yeah. Like there's no going back. There's no stepping off the machine. Like if you step off, you're in the middle of fucking nothing. Like, so we have to keep going, you know? Yeah. 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 You kind of do it at your own pace as well, yeah. though, when you're in the gym and then when you're out in real life, like, that's when because I've I've done the thing of like running running in the gym on a treadmill yeah. and then I'll be like oh, I'll just go for a run outside not the and same. after five minutes yeah. you're fucked yeah. because but you run faster when there's not a treadmill there. yeah yeah and you, it's more like it's about endurance and stamina when yeah. you're outside but it's like that thing if you can do 50 push-ups like 50 push-ups is a lot you can probably do 100 but if you set yourself the goal of 50 you'll struggle to do 51 yeah, but once you're cl- you're climbing up a mountain and like you you reach the you half- can't stop you reach the halfway mark and you're like well like going back is is difficult so I've got yeah. no choice I just have to get to the top the wind the windmill conundrum like is yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the point of no return or whatever but saying that like you did only take a hand like we took breaks like yeah. you didn't like. I think you're you're almost ma- doing yourself a disservice making it sound like I know like it was obviously very difficult. I was dying harder than like I was like <gasps> like and the boys were like walking like whistling but and you, fucking fiddling. But you their did dicks. it. You there, did it no, I know I did it. But fine. I'm saying I'm saying like if there was zombies behind me, that was as fast as I could have gone. Like in, in in an apocalypse situation, to be unfit anyone out there that's listening if you're a bit of a couch potato, if you're a bit of a you know a, 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 I'm not I'm not doing much. Uh, some shit like that happens, like, and you're not even partially fit. Yeah. You're, f- you're fucked. It's game over. Like, no matter what you think, how good you be with an axe or a gun or, you know, how fucking smart you be. Like, oh, I can hide and I can, you know, hack it. No. If you can't move, you are dushed. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I learned that, like, it wasn't even the hard way. It was like, I learned that the mild way by walking up a slight incline. Well, that's what you actually <laughs> said to us. When the boys went down to go and get the other stuff, you yeah. turned around to me and said... Well, I've now resigned to the fact that in a zombie apocalypse, I'm too unfit and I'm going to die. I was first to die. <laughs> I was first to die. And I weekend. was breathing out my arse. I'm not going to yeah, pretend. Yeah, but like, you I mean, weren't was... fucking, you weren't wheezing at me. Like, I'm I'm a good, like, I'd say five stone heavier than you are, man. At least. Not, maybe more. Not five, but you're certainly a few stone heavier than me. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm, I'm like... Let, let's not discuss it on here. No, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> whatever you are, I am, I am at least... People only know our voices. Let's not ruin the illusion. Yeah, I am I'm at least, like, it's, it's like 60, 70 pounds heavier than you for the Americans out there. Like, that's, like, at least, minimum, maybe more. And if you're, if you're looking at a zombie situation or you're looking at a survival situation, if you don't have basic fitness, bollocks. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, definitely, man. I think, like, so... Going up there was hard the first yeah. time. Going back down in the dark was we had a we had a bit of an incident. Oh, like, like on well, the this way is the down. thing when we were all up there, all of us set up our tents and stuff like that. So so Paul has a Van Gogh tent, and then there was two donated from Van Gogh. You you have a man in Van Gogh who who uh, uh, sp- like sponsored the trip, and he gave us a whole bunch of stuff and food and all that stuff. Johnny and I had the Blade Two Hundred tent, which is like a one pole, I think two man, but like one man comfortably tent, very warm, all that stuff, yeah. and. Those, those were easy up. So we had it all done in like forty minutes. Darkness came quick and early. Like it was dark before half seven, and then we were like, "Okay, what do we do now?" 
let's get the skinny boys to go down for the grub. <laughs> and, and me and Paul stayed around and we were trying to make a fire and doing all that stuff, having the chats with Frank. Like, to see you guys walk off into the dusk, knowing that you'd have to go down the mountain and back up what we'd just done, I was like, I can't. I, like, I, I was... Like, I ate the food when you brought it back up. It was totally fine for me, but like... As they left and started walking down the hill about five minutes oh, past, yeah. and then I realised... I had the car keys oh, in my uh, pocket. Yeah. So they had left and they started walking down. It's like, I'm just going to shout and hope they hear me because they can't get into the car. Imagine how heartbreaking <laughs> it would have been if they got all the way down no. to the bottom and they knew that there was no outcome where the keys were at the top of the hill. They were at the bottom of the hill yeah. and I, the car was locked at the bottom. I, I reckon I reckon we'd have found them dead the next day. But no, they would like, have found them with the back window of the car broke open and the two boys covered in past the balloons <laughs> sleep in the back seat. Like, nah, that's it, man. I'd have just driven to fucking Scotland. I'd have been like, fuck you guys, I've had enough of this yeah, shit. Yeah. But it was... It was endurance that what the first night was like a fucking pain in the arse getting up that hill but yeah, we wouldn't be surviving you know a, a, a zombie apocalypse going up hills and doing all that stuff we're trying to find somewhere nice and secure like if we had to secure that place it would have been much easier we had like uh, all woods behind us uh, that could be secured that there was uh, only one way up now the thing that fucking sick of me when we woke up on saturday morning we were like pack, <laughs> you know eating our breakfast and <laughs> making a coffee in the pot and it was like old couples of like 65 like just like la 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 <laughs> having a fucking Saturday morning walk up past us when we were all like how the fuck did you get up here I was the like, first person up and I was taking photos in the morning and while I was taking photos this actually happened uh 60 odd year old women in a bright yellow zipper top and a pair of shorts ran by me yeah that's fucked <laughs> up like, well that's it that you're gonna fucking up. die and she's not right. at, like, at like 20 to 11 we were all sitting around the cooker making a bit of hot water for coffee and an American woman in a gillette it's the same girl but ran, ran by back she did a loop and she ran back and she went having a lion boys and I was like I will kill you and no one will find you on this mountain you cheeky bitch <laughs> yeah like, no one loves her though <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah her, her fucking dusty fanny full of full of spite for fat young people if you're running up a hill at seven o'clock in the morning that's because there's no one in your bed sticking it in you right yeah. that's a rule that's, <laughs> like running on a flat ground but running up a hill is extra it's, it's almost like masochistic punishment but yeah like I was I was a bit envious of these but like we seen two lads from, from uh, one from Czech Republic and one from Slovakia the two of them came along and he was wearing like uh, uh, like work shoes you know steel toe cap boots and like tracksuit bottoms and like a, 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 a rush t-shirt that was a <laughs> yeah, little yeah. bit too small for him and you could just see the bottom bulge of his belly button or whatever <laughs> and he came over to the thing and he was like oh there's people here you boys were off up, up the woods like uh, hello and they came over opened up like a packet had some like uh, uh, dried fish had a shot of sherry each rolled a joint lit it and went okay we'll run away goodbye and I'm like <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us that we can't make it up a mountain and these boys are drinking sherry and smoking draw and walking up and down these it's like ah oh, good morning it's Saturday we have day off from 14 days uh, 16 hour days work in a row and we just have some little sherry and have walk I'm like what the fuck man at one point we passed two old lads who had came up the hill and one he was wearing like oh. a, a dark blue blazer and a pair of chinos we are head to toe in mountain survival gear yeah. sweat pissing off us looking ruined yeah. and they're just like right lads <laughs> fuck man these, these two guys look this guy's biking down it when yeah. we were on oh the way God, back they, they, they absolutely must have scared the shit so out 
Johnny because when they came by us we could see Johnny in the distance it's like he doesn't know those bikes are coming and they are silent That's right it. now Friday evening like when we were walking up I thought it was like this is the end of the world man this is <laughs> like this is fucking the, I feel like uh, Edmund Hillary or some shit like we were shouting for Sherpas and making laugh about oh look at the off we're, 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 we're so and then Saturday morning we were just like totally fucking dejected schooled like an old dude in a tweet he was wearing like winkle pickers and like his pants was tucked into his socks and they're like morning fellows we're like you're older than my dad and you're like up a mountain I, I thought the two of them were in for a bum he actually inside said inside in me, the forest the two of them were very well to do nice day for wearing a kilt yeah near your prick yeah <laughs> I, I've dropped a five pound note over there kilt man would you mind bending over and picking it up but it was scary it was quite scary going down the hill in the dark because we actually me and Johnny oh, yeah. got lost man going down there and we, we come off the trail like we thought we were still on the trail but the next thing we knew we were just in amongst the heather and stuff and, the, and, <laughs> and it's like a Scottish it's like a Scottish folk song I got lost on the mountain and with Johnny together yeah. <laughs> but it, end, it ended up like uh, you guys had kind of like drank it like a, a fair no, no. amount by the time you had gone down no we no, hadn't got we to the okay. this was uh, actually the stop where we picked up the beer no no yeah, we, we had drank since actually... early afternoon I mean I'm saying like I know you were able to handle your drink but like but we were there we, was alcohol taken which made it probably easier to get up lunch, and down we right? had a point we had two points at lunch time <laughs> yeah, it's already lunch time just before we left you went to the pub and then Jerry was drinking a hip flask next to me on the way to the mountain yeah. okay but I wasn't drinking I wasn't there was drinking a, there was a crazy can, can, Canadian beer the Canadian whatever lager as well and that didn't make its way back up but, but that was but, what we collected on the way down that was our that was our motivation for going down it's like we'll but, have beers on right, the way but that was only five minutes from the hut though I don't no, 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 that was at the spot where we got lost like then we picked that up and there's so a Y in the road this is what I'm saying right so you guys got lost in the dark on the way down after half a day's drinking and immediately after you found a crate of beer that you'd put down on the way back up. <laughs> I'm just saying those things are not okay, unconnected. Okay, but I, I don't, I don't, I genuinely, not I genuinely don't believe that the drunkness was a factor as such. It's just that it's so much easier to see what way you're supposed to go in the daytime. Sure. When you've so got a head, when you've got a head torch on and you're only looking, you're only able to see like five, two meters in five, front of yeah. you, you know? We talked about this on the way down. The head torch almost made it worse because yeah. all you can focus on is where that yeah. beam of light is. So, yeah, so it, ru- it, ruined your, it ruined your well, your night vision. Like you, if, if mm-hmm. you had to let your eyes adjust, you would have been able to see the whole like panorama exactly, of where yeah, you were going. Right? Like that Y in the road with the head, with, and I had a torch as well. Yeah. We kind of only saw one path. All right. And we, right, so right, we right. just walk. Kind of, we kind of just walk. Straight. That's kind of like a metaphor for life as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're like if you're if you're too focused on something, it right in front of you, you miss like other opportunities, a whole lot of oppor- yeah, yeah. other opportunities the all around less you. Travel, you know? And also, much like a metaphor for life, once you've missed the opportunities, you then find a sheep's carcass in the yeah. middle of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Death presents itself to you. Well, yeah, there was a sheep's carcass and a dying sheep. As well, so yeah, which doesn't sad. give you a warm feeling in your tummy when you're lost up a mountain. Had they like fought to the death? Is that <laughs> you just come across some sort of sheep fight club. This is it? like knife fight. There can be only one. The survivor of uh, of sheep Highlander. Yeah, you know what the first rule of sheep fight club is. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> because the entire way up I kept turning around to you guys and being like I'm really surprised we haven't seen any sheep skulls usually you walk through the mountains you, you Johnny all- said that to me about two or three times and all I could think all the way up the mountain was that's what a psychopath says <laughs> Johnny said that in McDonald's before the trip before we left <laughs> <laughs> 
Johnny, Johnny was he wished that sheep skull to present itself. It's like Bader Meinhof for sheep skulls. He's like, uh, if I don't see a dead thing to this weekend, it's gonna be a waste. But had I, but had I not been thinking that we could be dead now, because it was when we crossed that, I was like, I would definitely notice that. On that, sheep, that sheep, <laughs> five feet ahead of that sheep skull is like a sheer cliff drop off. It's just like passy not here yeah, yeah. or something like Lord of the Flies. Joey was like, I would definitely have masturbated over that sheep skull if I had to see it. But it's one of those things like we, we I, I wonder, and maybe somebody out there who's a sheep farmer had to do with sheep. Like, sheep fan? No, a sheep farmer, not a sheep fan. You mean a, a shepherd? Uh, yeah, if we have any shepherds out there, or uh, uh, like a sheep farmer, you don't have to be, I think they're, they'd be mutually exclusive. Uh, we, we were up at the hut and we heard this like, and there was a fucking drone flying around. It was one of those ones with a camera. I was thinking, is that a farmer with a drone looking for a sheep? And then the boys on the way down the mountain found one with a gammy hoof, a paw, paw, hoof. It's got a hoof. Uh, it's got a hoof. It's got a paw. Hoof. It's cloven. It's got a. It's got it a paw. Cloven, it's okay, it's also yeah. hoof. So a sheep's hoof. Like he had a bad one and he wasn't able to get around. So maybe all the other sheep had like come in for the evening and this sheep hadn't clocked off from his like daily oh. grass eating or whatever. And he was like, "Hey, we're missing a fucking sheep." Sent the, the the drone out. If any shepherds out there or sheep farmers or anyone like anyone who deals with livestock, do is that a thing that that you do? Is fly a drone out to try and find a, a lost member of the. Maybe the same farmer though was like, there's a couple of fat lads up that hill. I hope they're yeah. not doing heroin. But that's, so the, thing. Like, that's the thing that we're like, that's yeah. one of them that, sounded Scottish. That skinny, that skinny well, lad with the glasses looks like he's looking for a sheep skull for something or another. Well, like I'd say you're right, Gordo, and I hadn't even thought of that because the modern tags like has the code that when they go through a gate, if yeah. you come in from the night, it will just scan it. it so beeps. yeah, it might just be that. He just had missed one and they were trying to find it. Farming technology these days. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Would the, would the computer not go into sleep mode, though, if it's, like, counting sheep? That, uh, <laughs> get to be... I was going to get technical and say you could probably put an RFID reader on that, but to be honest, Paul, Paul, just, Paul just killed that there. Clever boy, clever boy. So we did have a good night Friday night. We cooked up the food. There are videos for all of that stuff. Uh, we had the crack with Frank. We did the Bucky test. We, Irish versus uh, yeah. Scottish Bucky. Absolutely. There's a video for that as well. Don't ruin the end. Don't <laughs> fucking spoil it. Yeah, it was great, Craig. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Watery, no, watery <laughs> Scottish pish. Oddly enough, it was, uh, we didn't decide on an actual winner between them. It was inconclusive. It was inconclusive. It was inconclusive. But that's the, that's the end. As of the all the though. best reviews are. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a whole test then of all the different types of ways to light a fire. We do have a more kind of con- comprehensive one. Uh, uh, that that one was kind of going to be part of the vlog, I think, where we're lighting all the hobo stoves and little gas things like this, all this stuff, like for the first time at ten o'clock at night in the dark, uh, boiling like bags of pasta bolognese that Van Gogh had donated to us, and uh, we opened up Jason's uh, survival packs and we were having like some some cheesy spreads and stuff like that. But I was actually like my hunger levels went down and down and down, and a big thing that I found, and and like I've talked with Jerry about it today as well that your body craves stuff that you're not having right so yeah. I would be and because of my weight porn hub <laughs> yeah mine was crazy. I was, I was choking for sex for yeah. three days but like your body craves that thing where you're like oh like Paul even said Paul Mack even said like I'd love a bag of chips but not for the potatoes just for the salt that's only because I like being part of a stereotype at all times yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd murder a bag of chips like it was just one of those things where you're like uh I, I was feeling I, I don't want sugary things I want something like a bit natural and then that went away and then it was just like quick quick carbohydrates like I'm going down I'm going down it was like sugar carbohydrates I was at a level where we were 
We were fucking dying for food. You felt like a hunter-gatherer. It was. And like, gotta get some fucking tubulars or we're all gonna die and, and I had sleep some, tonight. I had some raisins and an apple and my body went, yeah, you're grand. I, I didn't Thanks, even friend. need to eat the dinner but as soon as I ate that first bag of pasta bolognese in the water, I was like, more. And I had a sec, there was a second bag of all day breakfast and it was like... I, I actually, oh yeah, you had the breakfast on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I actually, oh, but yeah. I had meetings at ten past seven that morning. I was like, if I don't yeah, eat this, yeah. that's what I confused be... your stomach. That was having a breakfast at night, yeah. and it's all day breakfast, so that's fine because it's, it's all, all day. day. Yeah. That's it. But Never the mind. thing is, like when we were cooking the food, I, I wasn't really mad hungry. But as soon as I started eating, my body was like, "Oh, it's food time. Let's go." Yeah, and I actually woke up in the middle of the night with like I was having a dream where I was making a milkshake with like loads of ice cream and milk and fresh bananas <laughs> and blending it up, and I woke up like. Just as I was about to drink it, I so love it was some like bananas. my body was like, well, I must have needed like potassium or magnesium, but not a DNA. Yeah, and then he had a wank. Yeah, because he always wanks over milk. That's the thing. That's the thing that'll get you. He wanted something white and creamy, calcium, like a banana. Calcium and cream but that's and you stuff, want yeah. that. St- I think I felt like my body was crying out for that. And then the sugar, like I had headaches and stuff Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, because we didn't have any sugar. We had Christine's quick lunch which is like a Norwegian uh, uh, delicious Kit Kat. It was the single greatest bit of chocolate I've ever yeah, eaten. But we hadn't had chocolate life. for like a day and a half. Exactly. And when we were up and we had eaten, so I mean, first, to bring it back for two seconds, the pasta bolognese that we had. Savage. Delicious. fucking amazing. It tasted like, uh, it tasted like, um, Transformer. Go- Ghostbusters yeah. pasta shapes. You know, that's kind of sauce, but with meat in it as well. Oh, it was amazing. I yeah. mean, like, really, I can't say enough good things about Van Gogh pasta bolognese. Yeah. It's, it's real good. Real good. And that wasn't because we were delirious. Like, it was yeah. genuinely... I mean, it may have helped. It may have helped, but John, it was tasty anyway. Johnny and Jerry had climbed the mountain twice and were just like, mm, I feel a bit peggish now. Like, Johnny was sweating like a, a oh my dyslexic God. On, on Countdown. It was fucking, <laughs> It was serious, man. Gordo. I changed my top before I went down. And back. again when you came back. Yeah. Like, it's a workout, ridiculous. man. It's a workout. Like, And you, you said the phrase, which I'd never heard before, but which I will carry to my grave, which is so true, man. Hunger is the best sauce. Hunger's the best sauce. Yeah. Like, whatever the fuck we were eating, it was nice. Yeah. That quick lunch, like, Frank was waiting patiently for us to offer him a bit of it. Like, we had a finger each, and then we had the quick lunch. Hey, no, we had we, we had a finger and a quick lunch each, and it was like, yeah, this is fucking the most delicious chocolate ever, but it's 40% cocoa. It's the mo- Did you know Kit Kats are the most uh, high-content cocoa of the commercial uh, Nestle and Cadbury's brands? I did not. So there you go, 40%. Me neither, but I love that fact. Delish, That's man, great. right? So the quick lunch we had, set us off went to bed vango tents super warm I had a vango sleeping bag it was like mm, 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 and like really nice night's sleep could have yeah. done with a nice pillow or a, or a mat I didn't have any bed roll underneath me and my hips got really cold my hips got really sore uh, from being on the, the, the flat cold ground like how did you guys sleep I slept lovely it was yeah. I, I wish I had that tent last night on the Friday night I didn't sleep that well but it was because I had rushed my tent up so it wasn't uh, it wasn't tight enough you know so there was wind flapping through it so it was quite cold inside my so tent. you hadn't tightened your flaps and you had a bad night's sleep <laughs> that's right uh, yeah Jenny and Johnny didn't have that great night's sleep because they stayed up to fucking shoot at a clock drinking with Frank <laughs> that's the thing I think like they're rolling around in the, in the DTs with no sugar and all the drink 
But I had a great night sleep on Saturday yeah. night, and I was pretty drunk on Saturday night. Yeah, you were up at the at the at the fire on your own on Saturday, just laughing away to yourself. <laughs> Jerry, so Jerry told we, we all said we were going to bed at say the back of three or whatever, and we all then went off to our tents. And then once we all went to our tents, Jerry got out his tent and snuck off back to the fire. Yeah, like it a was weird. Sex offender and kicked about round the fire just giggling. <laughs> that wasn't me laughing. That was the other campfire up there. I, I was just like, I wasn't ready to go to bed. Wait, 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 wait. That wasn't you. That was the other Jerry McCann. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need to watch him. We all know you need to watch him. I think I spotted him at the peripherals of the campground. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's just, he's just, just looking, he was just looking for a loose child with a bad hoof. <laughs> So Do you know you've not seen any child skulls up here? Shut it, Jerry. Yeah, because they don't, they've never escaped, that's why. That so, was actually really nice as well when we woke up uh, Saturday morning after Friday night. Yeah. So Frank had left. Uh, you, you saw Frank leave, didn't you, Paul? But um, I So guess, he wasn't just an apparition that we all yeah. collectively hallucinated. No, no, Frank was definitely there. Can we, just before we talk about Frank leaving, just the last part of Friday night, Frank was so excited about the Buckfast Challenge. Yeah. Like, I've never seen one man just like, well, I'm a Buddhist and I don't drink and this is my first night camping alone ever in my life, but now I'm going to drink Buckfast with these strangers with a blindfold on. Yeah, we could have been the four horsemen of the apocalypse for him, like, as a collective hallucination. We, we like, Frank the Buddhist of 15 years, once you guys went to bed, got steaming with us yeah. like and he was great crack you yeah. could have sent like he could have been like sober for a reason and you guys said him on, like I was very close to having a sup at Buckfast I must admit you actually I mean like so I, smell for, it. For, I do smell drinks now to get the remembrance of like for oh everyone, for everyone who, who who wasn't there there was a moment where Gordo smelled the Buckfast and then was so close to drinking it that handed it to Johnny and ate his own weight in chewing gum yeah. just to remove the desire. Like, I've never seen someone consume yeah. so much chewing gum as quickly. It was very, uh, yeah, it was very tempting, all right. I, I, Buckfast was my favourite drink, so for the Americans that are out there listening, Buckfast is like a tonic wine uh, made with, like, uh, you know, lies and mistakes. It um, makes you fuck fast, I believe. Is yeah, the, it's yeah. it's grape juice with, like, uh, like formaldehyde poured into it and yeah. loads and loads of sugar and maybe some, like, Sudafed. And, uh, it's only technically a wine. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's actually in chemical formula. It's almost the same as alter wine, but like just much stronger. And with hundreds of caffeine. Yeah, there's loads of caffeine in it, and uh, it's great crack. It's like liquid speed or whatever. But um, <laughs> so so we went to bed. That's why the lads stayed up all night. So we all went to bed. Had a lovely night's sleep. It was a, it was a bit windy. Uh, probably the past the bolognese, and then Saturday in the morning we got up at the at the. Uh, at the crack of 10 o'clock no no we were up at, uh, I, I woke up uh, thinking like yeah man I'm going to go out with the action camera now and I'm going to get a beautiful like uh, time lapse of the sun and I just got out and it was just like I was on the inside of a walk-in fridge the whole thing was just like <laughs> fog and muck and no, I could see about 18 feet outside the thing <laughs> to the fence and then it was just fog all the way down uh, so we all got up about quarter to nine nine o'clock and then we were all ready to rock and roll by about 11 uh, after breakfast made and the camp was all uh, tied up and stuff and we didn't know we were camping the second night so we got in the car uh, had a little drive around and we ended up uh, bedding down on the shores of Loch Dan on Saturday and got to work with the uh, the videos now we don't want to talk too much about the videos because we'll we'll, uh, we'll spoil all the surprises but uh, we did ones about like weapons so we all the weapons that we got so we had a pocket shot we had a couple of catapults uh, we tried to do a bow and arrow thing but because of regulation we couldn't really uh, pull it out and we also did the water purification uh, uh, video where Jerry had a pump and we had some life straws that were sent to us from uh, Fallout Free Water Classical Audacity is the person behind the Twitter account that hooked us up with the life straws so that's at C-L-S-S-I-C 
L Audacity. So classical with no A's. With no A's. And then Audacity. It's pretty hard. Uh, classical Audacity <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, thanks so much for sending us those those live straws. Uh, Fallout Free Water is the company that you work for. So it's falloutfreewater.com. Uh, or patriotprepared.com uh, is the website that you can get your, your, your discounted survival gear from. Patriot Prepared. Patriotprepared.com. So uh, yeah, I mean, like we we did we did the water stuff. Uh, we had a little pump, uh, had a nap after that, and then got up and we did some like fire prep stuff. So we were like different ways to light a fire. Paul is fucking, he's a, a genius with the magnesium wand. And uh, when we were all getting our camp together, kind of trying to find a nice little spot, had a little place for the fire, uh, we look up and and Shane from Disaster Artist is is rolling down the hill in in the car and he had like a big tent and uh, a load of sausage rolls and all this stuff and it was like oh class man Shane's up the front it was a much more I think uh, geographically accessible location it was right beside a road it was at the shores of Loch Dan it was easily like uh, discoverable yeah um, but still kind of pushed out of the way a bit the really funny thing is when we were still like up at when we were still up at uh the, our first night's campsite yeah when shane was ringing me trying to figure out where we were he's like yeah. I'm, a, I'm looking over a lake i assume you're down there and he's like no what's the name of the lake he's like i don't know and then when we when he finally found us when we moved camp he's like this is where i was when i rang you three yeah. hours ago but he had already the drove. way google maps does that thing is like if you take one wrong turn it's going to take you around a 40 yeah, mile yeah. roundabout thing so shane rolled into the campsite we were all like yay doing all this stuff and then we look up 4 4 p.m. 4:30 p.m. We're all kind of trying to get some sausages ready, all this kind of stuff. And who do we see sauntering through the field with a bag of cans? But but the Monsignor himself, Paul Kelly. Literally. After a day's work, a day's work the day before, he promised to come up to us on Friday night. He said, I'll call, I'll call, he said, quote unquote, I'll call into you Friday night, but I'll head home because I've work Saturday morning. Now, <laughs> calling in. To a hut in the middle of Brusher's Gap wasn't really an option, so we kind of we, don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, we, now now that I've heard know. all of this, I'm like, oh wait, what was I thinking? I was just gonna <laughs> hike up a fucking mountain and be like, oh lads, I've been working for. I was gonna hike back down again, right? I'll see you later. Yeah, like but we didn't even know. Take I was, a left at the first sheep skull. He called me. At, he called me at one o'clock in the afternoon just before he's finished work. He's like, yeah, come here. I, I call him around seven or eight o'clock. Like I see you up there, and I was like, yeah, yeah, Grant. Not knowing that I had to do a fucking like a two kilometer climb vertically up. So, like, I was like, yeah, Paul, I think you're off the hook for Friday night. But yeah, I tried, to, no, I tried to call you at, like, about 7 o'clock, and I just got, like, one of those, um, the person you were trying to call is lost up a mountain. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll see us tomorrow. Voicemail. Yeah. Voicemail option. Good luck. The most beautiful Altitude thing is, difficulty. as we hike with all our bags and all our knives and axes and tents and everything. All the preparation gear, the water filtration system, Pulse. weapons, wet gear, boots, like, bags, sleeping bags, like, bivy bags, waterproofs. All the different tools. Which was heavy as shit. Yeah, absolutely. Paul showed up with a bag full of tobacco, a carrier bag full of cans, wearing like pyjama bottoms and a parker jacket, just like, all right, lads. That's his methods of survival. There was one point where I that's asked... his method of survival. I asked Paul if I could borrow some tobacco off him, and he's like, oh, yeah, just, it's in my bag, just go into the front pocket. And I opened up the first pocket by mistake, and the rest of the bag was just... Empty, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> he only brought the bag to make it look like he had done something. Yeah. Well, I felt somewhat of a charlatan because I'm not really a survivalist. Like, I could barely, you know, walk the length of myself or whatever. But I got these pants from Amazon. I had boots. Like, I had proper socks. All the stuff. If I hadn't have got that, if I had it done, 
like a Paul Kelly and, ro- and rocked up the mountain in pajamas fucked mm-hmm. like I'm saying for you to arrive at the campsite at, at, at lockdown in that gear like totally acceptable in a survival situation f- totally fucked like yeah. Uh, uh, the material is that your pants was made of it would hold moisture it'd be very hard to dry like the runners would wear they'd fall apart Plus they, were, they were my pyjamas they had gist stains all over them like. <laughs> I thought that was a pattern I thought the smell would draw zombies for a second I was like oh no wait we're not in the zombie pocket it's cool it's cool but that looked like your pyjamas yeah like that. but they had the drop crotch and I was like hey impressive but the whole the whole thing is like I, I got these like just quick drying waterproof pants and all this stuff and I knelt down one too many times and the stitching in the front of my, where, where my, my big fat ball sack was just went fuck it and just burst apart I was like oh man like can you imagine that happening to you I, I, I was picturing you know the lads on in Lost where they went like six <laughs> seasons with like two t-shirts and the sweat had made like permanent brown marks on the insides of their t-shirts like if you got lost or if you got, uh, uh, you know, in a survival situation, you, you really underestimate your clothes. Like, you were drying out your wet clothes from sweat from the night before. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you washed them out or what you've done, but they were wringing wet, very hard to dry. I had to get them in the front of the fire on yeah. the night to get them But dry, still, yeah. they were covered in sweat. It wasn't like they were clean or anything like that. And if you were doing that the whole time, cycling through that. So clothes are very, very important. Like, durable clothes with good stitching, good quality stuff. Leather is very yeah, important. Yeah. Like, waterproof boots if you can. Comfortable socks, man. I'm telling you, Lieutenant so, Dan. So, chaps. We're saying we should yeah. all get a pair of, leather a chaps. Pair of chaps for leather, the, leather the chaps. apocalypse. But you don't have like boots, even shoes. Like comfortable shoes or comfortable boots. But like, take care of your feet, man. Lieutenant Dan is right. Like the biggest thing you do, take care of your feet. Change your socks every day. Give your feet a wash. Like I was doing that every morning. Like baby wipes. Give them a little wipe around. If your feet get fucked, you're done. You're dushed. I love the idea of uh, in The Walking Dead, everyone's hiding from the walkers, and then you just hear someone's pants round about the school to Mary and burst them like a yeah. supernova, <laughs> and the walkers just be like, they're over they all, they all <laughs> turn. Like, what is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> Nut fog. It's just like emanating from a gap in my in my trousers. But um, yeah, so Saturday then we all we all got together. We did all these challenges. So we, we were doing like the the. Um, the, the cooking challenge we did the, the different fire lighters or the magnesium stuff we also did communications challenge so we had like walkie talkies and we were doing semaphore and stuff yeah we, we tested out the fishing gear we tested out all the sleeping stuff we yeah had. Rachel sent us a sent Jerry a retractable fishing rod which you were fucking you were slick shits like for like it comes in like a pen size you know yeah. what I mean and it's telescopic it was awesome um, we we, we, we tested out the beer and stuff as well. We've been sent for Beer 52, our sponsors. We tested out the water filtration gear. We yeah. tested out um, the Vango equipment against yeah. the other tents that we had. I oh. tested out a microfiber towel on that weird patch of dry skin on my balls. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was really very smooth. Very it didn't, smooth. Like, didn't tear. It, didn't, it was good. We, it? we got sent a load of stuff from the Amazon wish list, like um, little comfy stuff, like a sleeping bag liners and all of these kind of things, which were like wh- like whopper comfortable, like proper good, you know. Medical kits as well. We tested yeah. them out from uh, Rachel. Yeah. We had, we had medical kits sent. We got all fucked up finger cuts which will be dis- like absolutely disastrous if yeah. you were to get one of them and it got infected very easy to fuck up your fingers man like some good gloves or something that we none of us had gloves yeah Jerry Jerry has like a weird pussy finger like if you get that like Paul fucked oh, up yeah. Paul fucked up his fingers I fucked up my like all the cuticles all on my fingers were all bleeding like by the end of the weekend you know that is so calm I was just like no, I but. didn't have any moisturiser like, <laughs> no, I was worried you know when you get like you get like little hangnails where the, yolk, where the yolks like rip 
and like, you're just bleeding on everything like so if you're you know yeah if you don't have just alcohol wipes alcohol like, wipes just fucked. to get make sure because it's all open open wounds and your yeah. fingers get infected and shit same with your feet like if you got bli- if you weren't wearing good socks and you got blisters in your feet and they get an infection you have to walk on them every day you get staph like you get staph infection you're fucking you'd be lopping your foot off man. I mean we would have had alcohol wipes but obviously Paul TCG ate them all he squeezed them all out into, into shots I wrapped fruit in them and thought, I'm going to make my own brandy wine. <laughs> <laughs> I said to do it Nas. But yeah, Saturday was, Saturday was heavy. And I, I, I have to say, I did get very stressed uh, trying to get all of the video content down. The lads are going to laugh at me now. Like, I was pure, like, uh, uh, a cross between, like... It was like camping with Prince. Yeah, it was, it was Kubrick and, and uh, Elton, Elton, John. Elton John put together. It was, I was like, lads, I'm camping unless my tent is purple. Shut Gordo. Lads, <laughs> silence on set, please. Jesus. But the whole thing, I had it all planned in my head as a, like a vlog, like a linear vlog. And we were using two cameras. And the lads had like DSLRs and some phone camera footage and stuff as well. But it was very difficult to get everything together and keep it all like one through line so anyone out there who makes videos you'll know the crack like it was very stressful right it was a big learning curve for all of us I think like because like me and Paul certainly haven't ever really been filmed before yeah haven't been in that situation the only time I'm filmed I'm wanking so <laughs> camera uh, stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I only need one camera. Yeah, one cam. No you just audio. keep your own arch- archive. Exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. It's just you and you and Leslie Grantham just on a, a one-two webcam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back and forth. Back Leslie and forth. Grantham. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a long one. That one. That, <laughs> that reference. Don't eat dead, man. That was <laughs> sucking his finger. That was really good, man. That's a, that's a really good reference. Ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've been it. holding on to it since then. Uh, that's retroreferences.com, uh, <laughs> a new podcast coming out from uh, Paul Kelly. And but we met other friends on the Saturday, the, uh, oh, I can't remember his name now, but the guy with the kid who scared the shit out of oh, us. Oh, Andy and Nathaniel, yeah. Uh, they, 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 they introduced us to the camping area and uh, Andy, Andy is a scout and we were all like shaking our left hands like, hey, what's up, scouts? And uh, the kid... That's Mason's. Yeah, well, as well, yeah. Third knuckle and all that. And um, he said, don't go in that far, but I had to, you know. And the, the kid was... Uh, he, he, he was fucking lurking around in the dark with a knife, you know? Like, yeah. just turning up like one of the kids from it, like, hi, guys. And he had a fucking knife. We're like, Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, it was nice to see... It was nice to see that there was other people around, like, that, you know, you could maybe be friendly enough to if you were in a survival situation you yeah. had your own little enclave that you could take people in and you'd be able to vet them and stuff but at the same time would you like, have taken them into the group I don't know man like, man that kid was a little Carl he had like a, he had a knife and, a, and at one point he, he went over to our table full of knives that we've been throwing at the table and he pulled one out when he was playing with it and we were like oh careful kid and his dad's like no 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 he has a lot of knives he has a, <laughs> he's, he's had a knife since he was six yeah, man, shit, but man. the father was the only one out of all of the people who were there at any point who actually had a skill set that would have kept us alive absolutely like essentially like yeah, absolutely. Would he, he, joined, he would have been our fucking king after yeah, two days absolutely but also the kid did hide our bottle our only bottle of whiskey in the woods didn't he yeah, yeah cause cause then we beat the drink. shit out of him <laughs> Cause, cause that's when we ate the child he yes. was too no he was like too jealous that he didn't get to drink he was all like oh you are all like smoking joints yeah, like, survive this you prick <laughs> but that's the thing like we tried to go out like right out in the wilderness and you're still meeting people but yeah like that's it like, Ireland's very small you know? as Paul said those two the two people that we did meet when we were out there are people that would have had skills that we'd have been like absolutely clinging on to like yeah. please help us can you please can show us how leader? to do this thing yeah. yeah but they do that shit the whole time and that's why they have those skills I think they're so getting some real life experience well this I won't think. be my first rodeo anyway I want to do more of these kind of things I definitely want to get fitter like so for me like I think the biggest thing I took away from it was 
like a fitness level like I have skills like we were doing the semaphore test and Johnny was pure impressed as I had all yeah. that shit off the top of my head I God so actually has semaphore skills that are mad skills yeah, like yeah but it's just like it's like you know uh, when you're playing the guitar and you know like the chord G and how to change to the chord C but and you could have learned it impressed. like yeah, 15 yeah. years ago it just it's in there I have that yeah. for Morse code now as well I wasn't able to write it as well but when I saw it I was like yeah yeah B E L L E N D hey yeah, when, what could <laughs> that is that? yeah when you were reading the message yeah. you just got it like, yeah. it was just like yeah. you were reading it was like it was word, 13 right? again it's yeah. a little known fact though that when Gordo goes home at Christmas that's the only way they communicate across the table <laughs> so, yeah. little, little, little Christmas drink umbrellas of semaphore yeah, you, you don't play you don't play charades you play semaphore, semaphore exactly but it's one of those things he like forces everybody have, to I do have, I have loads of those kind of like uh, uh, scout skills you know being able to make like uh, a structure or if we needed to like lash together some wooden poles you can get the wooden pole the branches and take the bark off take the knots out shave it down make these knots they're like lashings so you like lash these poles all together and I know all the knots like to make a lean-to shelter yeah you can that, make like yeah. a, a like a shelves and all that stuff with a bamboo like they do in Lost and they make all, I can make all that stuff like. so you're like an Irish Ramiers Kind of, I don't know what Ray Mears really does, but I can, I can make uh, Ray all those Mears does like. be the king of men. That's right. what he does. Right. Well, I, I'm not saying I'm the king of men, but I, I, I'd be more like, a, <laughs> I'd be more like an Irish Alan Titchmarsh in a survival Hands situation. Yeah. The king like, of men. Good at gardening. No, but like he's able to put. Oh yeah, you know what you need in there in that alcove, a little chest of drawers, and I'd be able to make that out of wood. Like, but all you're saying is we would just need to find bamboo in Ireland. Not bamboo, but you get some ash or get some branches, pull the branches off. You have fucking bamboo in Ireland. Did you just say pull the branches off? Yeah. (laughs) Just uh, Just shave them them off. But that's like, I have all of those skills in the pocket that don't really get exercised because I'm not put into that situation where I need them. Uh, But my fitness levels, that's the thing that I really need to to work on. Like, so if you take one thing away, lads, from the weekend, like what's the thing you need to work on if you need it to survive? Well, yeah, I think what you've said, the mo- like, practice. Practice makes perfect. Practice, so, yeah. So for for video as well, right? Yeah, for yeah. video as well. But I think, like, the more the more you do it, the more you're going to be used to being in that situation, you know what I mean? So I think for me personally, I'm, I'm going to want to go out and be camping again and doing all of that shit. Um, what about you, Paul? Yeah, for me, that whole, the survival side of things... I think I'm okay at but my problem is like it turns out karate doesn't actually make you fit so if someone was punching at me that would have been okay but it turns out if someone was punching at me while chasing me up a hill I'd just die so uh, so you have to have nature to I punch need, you and then you'd be able to defend <laughs> against punching, nature I could defend against nature right. see if I was attacked by a bear up the hill I could deal with that in but Ireland once I was up the hill well, not, not, not that. Like a panda not, bear an, an defending Irish bear, his bamboo. An, an Irish bear would have been like... He means a larger gay man. If I was attacked by a portly gay man with a beard up a hill, I could defend myself. But um, yeah, I mean, so I need to get fit more than anything else. Yeah, like, the other too, side man. of things. And I don't need fucking 25 knives with me either. That's another thing. This is <laughs> yeah. I think I might be broken. Minimal, minimal. Mi- the next time I go, I'm bringing half the amount of stuff. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've learned is like hone it down to what's crucial. Like don't Both. be just carrying loads and loads of shit. Our Amazon wish list. Uh, kind of 
remit for this trip was to take all that stuff and try all of it now we know which stuff is the best stuff yeah definitely or how to do it like the gas cooker versus the hobo stove like your convection like your convection fire thing I'd fucking pick one of them definitely over a gas stove a gas stove is a heap of shite like I think you know? oh yeah, yeah. man yeah, gas definitely. stove is good for camping but not for like a, a proper survival yeah. situation any, any wind or like that you're losing all the sort of heat Jerry's water pump the, uh, filters water yeah. thing definitely Magic. again it's another thing that certainly if I had the choice of all the options that we had I would certainly have that I would I'd certainly have that I'd pick, his, I'd pick Jerry's pump over a yeah. life straw the constituted penis pump it was so <laughs> yeah. ecological and economical bit salty water Paul what, what did you if you had one thing to learn from your 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 half stint I mean, you know you weren't up the mountain but uh, I would say this folks here's, my, here's my hang yeah uh, like any food that's not almost completely covered in animal feces is good food <laughs> at a certain point like your pickiness goes out the fucking window and you'll literally eat anything and these lads are looking at me going how are you eating that thing and I'm like man I'm fucking hungry and I don't have a lot of options right now so this is the nicest shitty tuna pass in a bag I've ever eh? yeah. Dude, you were right only now. in the woods for was, about five hours it was, it was <laughs> awful like, like you were really hungry but you were only in the woods for about five hours yeah. at that point you were eating tuna pasta after the same amount of time that it takes me to like go halfway through a day at work the last meal I had was ten past seven on, on Friday morning and then, like, Saturday evening, I still turned away that Mexican tuna pasta. Paul arrived at the campsite at four, and at nine, he was like, have you got any more of that Mexican tuna pasta? <laughs> like, to me, I, I, I found that completely, like... I had it for me dinner, sitting in bed on Sunday night. I swear to Jesus, out of a bowl, I decanted it, and it was beautiful. That's oh. a chef. Did, yeah. He's a chef. So, well done, whoever a made that one. Mexican tuna pasta. Uh, Johnny, if you were to take away one one life lesson, uh, I know weight, weight on the on your camping pack, you said to me at, at one point, was... Yeah, yeah. Mine, I definitely brought too much stuff. Although, saying that, I kind of used everything I brought, but yeah, definitely pack lighter. I brought yeah. like three different cooking utensils. But that's what we were stuff. trying to do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. But I think what Jerry said, uh, the main thing, and I, I was saying it earlier, is just practice. I yeah. think anybody, if, if you kind of keep in that mentality and you get enough practice in, if every, the end of every month, you're going camping for a weekend. Yeah. And, and I, I think for, for the, the, the regime or the regimen that I'm involved in now in the gym and doing all that stuff, it is okay. I'm building up muscle mass. I'm doing a lot of weights. I'm running uh, on the, there's like a free run. It's like a cross trainer, but it doesn't have the, the restraints of, you know, the bars. So it has this free run on a ribbon thing, which is much better for my frame. So I'm doing that. I'm on the bike. I'm on the rowing machine. I'm doing these bag squats and all this kind of stuff. And then like the machines, cause I'm not able for free weights just yet. All of that pales in comparison to actual practical outdoor exercise. Yeah. Like I was way more fucked doing that thing than even the hardest workout that I've done in the gym in the yeah, last two months. Like, so much other things to take into account. Like you yeah. were losing oxygen the higher you were getting. As well, so yeah. Like but it. it's just get like get out there and make make if you're if you are in an exercise regimen, I'm gonna be putting stuff on Instagram, not not like naked pictures of me or whatever, but like going, Hey, you know, I went down a belt notch. They're just for Patreon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys XXX is the new Patreon page. But it's just like <clears throat> for 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 what what's gonna happen in America, it's gonna be a lot hotter. It's going to be weather I'm not used to. It's going to be like constant going and maybe not the, the comforts of home and loads of big plates of carbs and stuff like that to, for like comfort food. It, it is going to be running on the fly and you're not going to have a lot of energy uh, at some points. And you have to like debulk and take all of that stuff away. But practical exercise as well as a gym regimen is, is I, I think, like vitally important. Yeah. And 
prepping means fuck all if you're not doing it and I don't mean doing it out your back like see if you're not using these skills yeah. actually out in the wilderness yeah. then it literally means nothing like like you can you, you can, can have, have all, all the, the practic- water and all the all beans the and all the yes. cooking and shit it yeah. doesn't matter unless you're literally out in the woods with no other things like if you yeah. if you're in a fucking tent and you're just eating a pizza then you're not fucking doing you know what I mean or, it's not any good or like uh, a famous comedian said one time like if you're collecting all the canned food and all the water and all the stuff and keeping it in your basement all you're doing really if you're not ready to kill somebody or you're not ready to, to fight or survive you're just collecting stuff for the strongest guy on the block like yeah, who'll come down murder. rape and murder you and just take all your shit like yeah. you can collect everything you can collect all the prep stuff you can collect everything but what happens if the fire is at your door you have to leave your house and everything is gone all your prep is gone you have to be able to be out have a practical experience of what it's like to be out there with nothing and uh, and use it like yeah and unless you're out there you're not going to know what could possibly go wrong yeah you know like you'll go out there and something will happen you all your wood's wet you can't start a fire fuck what am i going to do yeah. here what, what's is the there an alternative yeah. how do i dry the wood is yeah. there a have i got like some some uh, uh you know vaseline soaked uh dryer lint which is what cherry brought to light his fires or have i, I got just, those little those little white packets that johnny brought that comes with a hobo stove like are these things practical to carry are they easily accessible or attainable? Like, and, and if I don't have those things, what are my alternatives? Unless you're faced with that, no amount of YouTube videos or anything is going to prepare you Jerry for that. did bring the Vaseline soaked in, uh, the Vaseline soaked balls to light and stick up his arse, Alistair Crowley style, but yeah. then nobody was into it, so he had to That's use them for thing. something else. That's the thing. My balls are always Vaseline soaked. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think soaked, it was, saturated. Yeah, <laughs> ringing me. But I think it's one of those things where, like, if you don't do it, like anyone that's out there and they're thinking about it, just get a, go get a tent, go get a, you know, just go f- go for a walk, like spend the night. Could we please retract that? See thing. anyone who's thinking about it, get a tent, make sure you have all the other equipment you need. Don't take Gordo's advice here. Don't get just get a, a tent. Go tent. Yeah. Get a bag, but don't just fuck off into the wilderness with no, just a tent. Dude. I know, sure you I know. But like, be prepared. Get your stuff. Have some water. Like, water is vitally important. Like, we 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 had to carry water up. To, up well, it was in the form of beer as well. But like, had to carry water up the mountain. If you're up there, there's no way to get that stuff. Like, think about all the stuff you need and go and do it. Go in a two as well. I don't think it's yeah. a great idea to go up as one person. Both of you guys, Paul and Jerry from from uh, None Other Fake Newscast, both of you had like a test adventure uh, on your own right before you went on this, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Just to see Jerry if all the gear was working. And, it was a bit, yeah. it was a bit closer to home for me, but yeah, fundamentally we went to test all our equipment just to make sure that. Well, my concern was is once it was up a mountain, and then I discovered that my fucking cooker didn't work. How dead I was going to be yeah. on that scale? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to make sure that everything and just things like like see if you've got see if you bought a tent or a sleeping bag or waterproofs or anything. See if you've not went outside and built that tent, used a sleeping bag or wore your waterproofs. You you're going by the manufacturer's label to say all these things are going happen and yeah. that you don't have a dead product so or how how easy it is to keep in your fucking wardrobe but how hard it is to have tied to your bag and be carrying the whole thing up a fucking yeah, mountain yeah. That van, those van Gogh tents are super super light man yeah. the sleeping bag was a little bit bulkier like Jerry you had some like mountain warehouse uh, uh uh, silver bottles and you had that green silver like there was a lot of bottles brought for us and you had them with like carabiners like attached to your bag but they were swinging around like a like a like a like a black basketball player in the showers like you it sounded was, you were sounded, fucking banging around the place Jerry sounded like a fucking Sherpa walking up he the hill did, like yeah. he sounded like a yak like with a, a bell on his neck man it was fucking brutal I was just clanking around like a one man band like that's what just it was. without the string on my fucking feet yeah know? but like that's impractical because the weight is shifting it's not you know you're not you have to have a tight and high 
tie like all that stuff has to be wrapped to your back the, bo- the, Always. the bottles are the bottles are clanging around it's it's unwieldy and you should have like kind of a, a better idea of how you're going to carry that stuff some of the bags that you get like me and Paul Kelly have North Face bags so I have a surge and uh, inside of that then is an area where you can keep like a water bladder and it has like a place for a hose and all that stuff that's a way more practical way to carry that much water. I think it's like a five liter uh, water bladder and there's a whole section at the back of the bag to hold that. If you have a bag like that, utilize that uh, that uh, capability, that functionality. You know? I did have a bag like that as well and actually none of us utilized that function at all. I'm not drinking out of a bladder. <laughs> I'm a rotten. real man, yeah. Speaking about drinking out of a bladder, uh, we, we didn't use the live straw to drink piss because we found out from reading the labels on the live straw that it doesn't actually get rid of all the yucky stuff that's in piss. It gets It'd rid just of, be like... Yeah, it gets rid of like parasites and yeah, stuff like that. But not but, bacteria. Well, no, not, it gets rid of bacteria, but I think... Not the blood that's in the piss. The it, rid of that. it won't do anything. It won't do anything to affect taste. That's like, the thing. I, I I don't want to overly waste anything that was happening. But as I was doing the, as I was holding up the lights because it was getting dark, and Shane was doing the filament, and both of us were the actual drivers who had the ability to get to a hospital if we had to. The other four <laughs> were the ones who used the life straw, and I've never seen four people's faces distort as so much tentative. in my entire life yes. as used the life straw. What we're seeing it's is life straw is great in a situation where you have to survive, but seeing the situation where you're standing in the woods testing it off a river, yeah. it's. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not a nice it's no, it's it's no not nice that's for sure absolutely I think yeah but it was more the, the tall it was m- mental more than anything because yeah. we knew that Jerry had his filtered water that yeah. we knew was clean and tasted and tasted lovely man by the way I would fucking drink the water that's comes through that filter any day of the week like big uh, recommendation so yeah. what, what we're going to do we're going to wrap up now uh, what we're going to do for the future we're going to put all of these videos and all these experiences that we talked about I think there's almost 20 videos that we've made from start to finish okay. including the those conspiracy guys vlog they're going to be on the disaster artist channel on another fake newscast youtube channel and on the those conspiracy guys vid me so vid.me slash those conspiracy guys because fuck youtube because they're all putting all sorts of fucking bullshit dings on people's accounts for we also have a vid me and disaster artists probably will shortly as well, well yeah we so we, we might steer you towards <laughs> vidme but keep keep an eye uh, go subscribe to those ones and uh, keep your eyes out for for those videos all of those videos will of course be uh, primarily put up on on uh, our respective patreon accounts and uh, they'll be up there for the foreseeable uh, obviously in an exclusive format so they won't be publicly shared or whatever so that's uh, one of those Patreon perks you get so patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys for our one uh, patreon.com slash pgmcast for uh, the not another fake newscast and patreon.com slash disaster artists <laughs> coming soon it's coming very soon so uh, yeah you, you'll be able to get them all on the those conspiracy guys channel anyway and uh, if you want to get in touch with any of us uh, those conspiracy guys is at t conspiracy guys on twitter we're on facebook as well slash those conspiracy guys and info at those conspiracy guys.com is the email if you want to get in touch with any of us lads your emails yeah our uh, our website is www.notanotherfeetnewscast.com email is info at notanotherfeetnewscast.com our twitter is at pgmcast facebook is at pgmcast patreon is at pgmcast so yeah hit us up anytime you want yeah you can check us out at uh disasterartistspodcast.com you can find everything there we're at disasterartists on twitter uh, you can drop us a mail on our website you can my personal one is johnny at disasterartistspodcast.com so you can send nudes there hey um, shane isn't here we left him up the mountain so i guess he's going to be starting his own podcast yeah we have to sacrifice new life. him out uh, so you can check him out there and that's pretty much it uh, we will be doing it again so uh, if you want to get in t- touch with us um 
or you want to watch any of the videos, vid.me slash those conspiracy guys and the appropriate others. All the descriptions uh, will have the links to all of the different items. And if anyone out there listening has sent us an item, uh, I would like you to please send me an email or a message on Twitter or Facebook uh, detailing the link from the item that you bought or sent us. Uh, you'll obviously have a receipt in your email. A lot of that stuff kind of went by the wayside. Like It was very difficult to figure out who sent us what. So mm-hmm. in each video, we didn't we didn't name names for the people we definitely didn't know, yeah. and for the people we definitely did, we did name names. Now it is real difficult to find out who bought what from the wish list because Amazon doesn't tell us from the wish list. Yeah, unless and we get a note directly. That's the thing. Like for the know. gift registry, when you buy it on Amazon, it didn't have the little notes for everyone. I had some for Rachel, for some for Christine, Tina, for Sora. Uh, these are some 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 kind of. Yeah, other I, like, ones. I like for example, I know Laurie bought us some stuff. Yeah. but I don't know what she bought us. Yeah, so it just like, comes all in the one box, yeah. and the paper just gets fired in. It's just a little slip of receipt paper. So if you did buy us something, please send us the link, and then we'd be able to put your name and maybe your Twitter handle or something beside it, uh, uh, along with the link in the description. In the videos um so that's it we're on our way now to go and meet christine our super patron and uh have a beer and a bit of a chill out before our live show tomorrow so i don't know if we'll have this up before the live show but uh it'll be the 10th of october in the sugar club we're going to be doing a three-hour live show and uh, the video of which at least the audio of which will be available on all the patreons uh, as well so uh thanks very much to the lads for joining us so thanks jerry and paul from non Fake newscast peace out Yep, goodbye, goodbye. And uh, thanks to Shane in absentia and Johnny from Disaster Actors for joining us. Have a nice apocalypse. And thanks to Paul Kelly for joining us on the Saturday for banter, for good times. (laughs) (laughs) For banter, for good times, and uh, for uh, giving us a good laugh in times of high stress, I think. Uh, My my fucking stress, my my cortisol levels are through the fucking roof by panic stations. So uh, that's it for this time on Fake Disaster Artists. Is that what we're going to No, Fake fake, Disaster Guys. Fake Disaster Guys, that's what we're going to call it. Uh, That's it for this time on Fake Disaster Guys, and uh, hopefully we see you again. This is not a new podcast, by the way, don't worry. Do one a year. This will be one, and then we'll do another one in April, and then we'll do like another one at the other side of April, and then God will fuck off to America, and then we'll do another one after that, maybe. So So there's not a channel; it's just us. Yeah, exactly. So uh, thanks very much for everybody for listening, and uh, do join in, watch those videos, share them around, and uh, don't forget to send us the 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 links claiming your items that you got us. So thanks very much, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.